All right. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Happy Wednesday, everybody. Welcome to NPL Legal Dish. This is my Monday live broadcast where I teach business and legal concepts using pop and celebrity news. If this is your first time seeing my face, hearing my voice out, I'm Natalie Pierre-Lewis. I'm the host of the show and I'm the owner and operator of NPL Consulting LLC, a business formation firm. What that means is I help people like yourself get your business paperwork together. So things like making sure you have your articles of incorporation with the state, getting EIN numbers and DUNS numbers, making sure that you have uh, tracks in place for clients and partners, basic brand protection strategies, um, as well as uh, hiring strategies so you don't get sued for discrimination. I help you do all of those things. If you're wondering why I'm qualified to help you do those things, I am very happy that you asked. I'm a licensed attorney. I have been one for 15 years and counting. I've started multiple businesses for myself and others, both online and off, in realms of entrepreneurship, the law, education, hospitality, and administrative support. And most important, I'm very passionate about making business and legal education as accessible to everyone as possible. Not everybody has the time, the money, or the desire to go to business school or to law school, but a lot of you have amazing business ideas. And if you're going to be successful, there are just some things that you need to know. There's no way around it. So that's why I'm here. That's why we come here three times a week, you know, and chit chat. Um, so if you're in the start, if you're in the startup phase of your business, or if you've got a business idea that you're just like, I have no idea where to start. I want to help you, um, connect with me today. All right. Go to Linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm. And there, there are so many different ways to connect with me directly and otherwise. First things first, if you're a first-time client, hey, Nessie Time, I haven't seen you in a few days. Uh, if you're a first-time client, you can book yourself a free 15-minute consultation, all right? Um, as well, at Linktree forward slash NPL Consulting Firm, you can download the free biz launch cheat sheet that will choose and start your dream business in seven days or less. Uh, at Linktree forward slash NPL Consulting, access many of my digital products, meaning eBooks and video trainings, um, like this month we are, and for the next few months, we're going to be focusing on intellectual property, specifically trademarks this month. So you can pick up the protect your biz ebook bundle for $29.97 right now, um, at Linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm. That is also where you can subscribe to the YouTube channel and the podcast. Um, I know that everybody can't make the live broadcast every day, but if you want to catch up on your own at your own pace, um, subscribe to the YouTube channel or the podcast and watch or listen at your leisure. All right. And last but not least at Linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm is where you can get your NPL legal dish merch, your t-shirts. They come in three colors, white, black, and navy blue. Your uh, mugs, these cute mugs with the great design that Nessie Time, who is right here on Instagram with us, helped me bring, you know, my, um, my idea to life. Thank you, Zephyrina. Um, but yeah, all those things are available at Linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm. All right. Now that we've gotten the, you know, the business, the paperwork out of the way, let's get to the fun part. All right. This is why you're here. Here's how NPL legal dish works. Just in case you are a newbie. Uh, I pull stories from all sorts of places, blog sites. Um, you know, I can have Google alerts that come in. People send me stories all the time. 76 Grimke just came in. She's in my inbox at least three times a week with some stories. 
Um, anywhere I can find in- interesting stories. <laughs> Thanks. Um, anywhere I can find interesting stories, I, you know, com- compile them and I choose the ones that have lessons that we can learn as uh, entrepreneurs and small business owners. And we discuss them so we can, you know, pull out the lessons that we need so that we can learn, you know, how these rules and how these laws apply in everyday life. Hello to who, the person who just came in on Facebook. Um, yes. All right. So uh, this is a time for you to get involved. I want you to participate in the conversation. Ask your questions. Give your comments as long as they're respectful. Um, I will be asking you some questions, and I will want you to put some emojis in the boxes. So, you know, as long as you're not driving, uh, you know, get your hands ready. All right? So uh, we are getting ready to start right now. Um but uh, before we even get to the stories, we have to start off with our NPL Nuggets. If you don't know what NPL Nuggets is, um, at the top of the show this year, I've, I've put in a new segment where I describe um, or I take a, a, a quick uh, legal or business uh, topic or, or term or concept, and I just explain it in a few minutes. So this month, we have been focusing exclusively on trademarks. We have defined what intellectual property is. We have defined what a trademark is. We have um, said what you can trademark. Uh, we have talked about the five levels of trademark security. Um, we've talked about a lot of things having to do with trademarks. If you want the full scoop, make sure you pick up the Protect Your Biz ebook bundle at linktree forward slash MPL Consulting Firm. Um, but today I'm going to give you a quick, quick tip, um, for your business. You know, as you, as you guys start your businesses off and you're trying to figure out, okay, what is my logo going to be? What is my trademark going to be? Getting a trademark is, you know, it does, it is an investment of money, right? And sometimes you may not be ready to make that full investment right then and there. Um, but in the, if you are, uh, you know, pretty confident in your brand, in your logo in in the, the thing that you want to trademark, right? Um, there is something that you can do to kind of, you know, put your flag in the sand, so to speak for your business. If you have a logo or, 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 um, you know, anything that you want to trademark or a name that you want to trademark for your business or a color, well, not a color, um, whatever it is that you want to trademark, but let's say you haven't filed your official trademark application yet, you can put a small TM in the upper right hand corner of, um, you know, that logo or that business name that you're trying to protect. Uh, what, if you're not sure what I'm talking about, look at a lot of, um, the products that you have every day. Look for, um, look, look for, uh, you know, their logos and see if you see a small TM anywhere near there. A lot of times you're going to see an R in a circle, but the TM, what that means is it doesn't give you any legal protection. Hello, Ra the Relic. But it does um, tell the people in your industry, hey, this is my, you know, logo. This is my trademark. This is what I'm using to represent my goods in the marketplace, um, you know, and I'm working on getting it legally established. Again, it does not provide you any legal protection, okay? It is just kind of, it's like when somebody puts a beware of dog sign on their fence, right? Um, you know, it's, there's no, there's no legal ramifications to it, but it's just to put people on notice. All right. Okay. 
Now that we have finished our NPL nugget, we can move to our stories tonight. Okay. Um, today I posted a picture in um, my stories of a weapon. And I asked you guys what was the name of the weapon. If you voted uh, or if you gave an answer for that, please let me know what your answer was. What is the name of the weapon that I posted in my stories today? What is the name of the weapon that I posted in my stories today? Yes, thank you, 76 Grim K. Taser, right? Um, and most of you got it right. Somebody said water gun. I think they were just being silly. Um, but you guys were right, not because of that's the name of the, the generic weapon, but because that is the name of the brand. Yes, Taser Zephyrina. I specifically looked up the uh, a picture of a taser and put that in there. But if the brand, if let's say we took away the brand name taser, what is the name of that weapon? Do you know what what is what is the generic name for a taser? Because taser is not the name of of the weapon per se. Taser is the name of a specific brand of that weapon. What is the generic name for a taser? Can anybody tell me? Thank you, 76 Grim K. A stun gun. Absolutely. Yes. Hi, Charlisha. Uh, um, a stun gun. Absolutely. Um, if, if you guys didn't know to, um, up until today, the word taser, um, thank you, is not... Um, it's not the, you know, the generic name of the weapon. It is the name of the brand of stun gun. The company that makes uh, taser stun guns is called Axon. And they are um, kind of, well, not kind of. They are out here um, trying to solidify their, um, their taser trademark. They are very worried about taser becoming um, generic or something they call uh, something called genericide and trademarks. Sometimes your brand can become too popular and people start to use it, you know, to, to stand for, uh, you know, the, um, the, the generic item. Think about band-aids, right? Band-aid, band-aid is a trademarked word. Those, um, those, those are actually adhesive bandages. They're not, their generic name is not band-aid. Band-aid is, you know, the, um, the official term. 76 Grimke said it's too late. Is it too late? Look, people say Chanel this, Chanel that all the time, but, um, you know, uh, Chanel still quarterly takes out an ad in newspapers and says Chanel is a trademarked term. You know, uh, we, uh, you know, don't be out here using Chanel's name like that, right? So Axon is out here trying to clarify the fact that Taser is not the um the official name for this for this brand of weapon it is actually stun gun i'm going to tell y'all a funny story about um my my stun gun and the, oh but before i tell you about that what i noticed as you guys answered was you everybody said taser not one person said stun gun and that is you know a kind of a small sampling showing that the word the, the name taser is becoming generic you know people are using it to stand for the entire uh the entire 
kind of what do you call it species the, the this entire kind of weapon right um yeah so so axon wants you to know that taser is a trademarked term and if your if if your electrifying weapon does not have taser on it you should refer to it as a stun gun so now i'm going to tell you my funny stun gun story so um it was very weird. I got, um, uh, it was like a misdirected package from Amazon. I had it sitting at my house for a few weeks because I was like, someone will probably come claim it. Nobody came to claim it to the point that it, it went under my couch and I forgot about it. And then one day I was like cleaning and I found it and I was like, Ooh, and I opened it in was in there was a stun gun shaped like a flashlight and it was an actual working flashlight, right? So, um, you know, I would just have it in my purse, um, because it was a great flashlight and just, you know, you never know. I'm a single woman out here. I'm not trying to get, I'm not trying to get caught up. And one day I totally forgot I had it in my bag and I went to the library of Congress, (laughs) which is a federal building. And, you know, they, they have metal detectors, uh, and x-ray machines and they put all your stuff through there. And, um, you know, they, they ran my bag through and I totally forgot I had my taser in there. They ran my bag through, uh, you know, everything was fine. They let me through. I go to the, to the other desk to, um, you know, go get to the, get the information that I needed. And then one of the, um, Capitol police officers or security guards comes up behind me and taps me on the shoulder. And he says, um, ma'am, can I see your, the flashlight that was in your purse? So I pull it out and I give it to him and he's looking at it and he's like, does this do anything else? I was like, well, it doubles as a taser, right? But I, and I use taser. I didn't say stun gun. I said it doubles as a taser. And then he was like, ma'am, please come with us. <laughs> they confiscated my stun gun, y'all. They took it away. They were playing with it in my face. At, um, at the Library of Congress. So, word to the wise, don't go to Library of Congress with uh, a stun gun in your purse. <laughs> All right. Okay. Moving on to our second story of the evening. Um, if you wear Uggs, give me a U in the comments. Um, I don't know why Uggs are so popular. I don't think they're cute. I understand that they're warm. But Zephyrina is, like, shocked right now. Um, But, you know, Uggs are out here, right? Uggs are out here. Um, And I actually covered this story over a year ago. Um, If you didn't know, Uggs is owned by... 76 Grim Grey said never. Uggs is owned by a company called... The trademark for Uggs is owned by a company called Decker's Outdoor, okay? They've had the registered trademark since 1995. They bought it from an Australian um, guy who moved to the U.S. Thank you, Philip Marlowe, um, who moved to the U.S. and uh, started uh, and, and had trademarked the word in like the 80s, right? Um, and Decker's Outdoor, they have the trademark for Uggs in over 130 countries. So in when you when you hear Uggs, you think of a specific kind of shoe, right? Here's the thing. Uh, the, the story that I covered a little over a year ago, there is a shoe store owner by the name of Eddie Oiger in Australia. The name of his shoe store is Australian Eater. And he was selling shoes in his store and he was calling them Uggs. Why, he wasn't calling them Uggs because he was trying to infringe. He said that 
In Australia, Uggs is a generic term for sheepskin boots lined with uh, fleece, right? Um, but this Australian, this Australian shoe seller, because of the internet, he sold 13 pairs of his Australian Uggs in the United States where Uggs is a trademarked term. So Deckers went after him and they sued this Australian um, shoe store owner and he they won a judgment of $450,000 against this one guy. Um, so Eddie, he, he was, he's been trying to fight this, um, this judgment against him. He tried to get the trademark canceled because he's like, it should have never been, you know, um, it should have never been approved in the first place because it's a generic term. Um, but the, the court did not agree with him and they have upheld this $450,000, um, judgment against him. Why am I updating you on this story? Um, 76 Grimke said they petty. It was only a few pairs to you. It's petty, but in business, if you, if you start slipping a little bit, the minute you give an inch, people are going to take a mile. And when it comes to trademarks, if you allow anyone to use your mark and you don't check them, that, that can be seen as, you know, just kind of letting it go. So they have to protect their mark. Anyway, um, Mr. Oiger out in Australia, he still has to come up with almost half a million dollars to pay the Deckers outdoor people. Um, yeah, so why, why did I bring up this story? Because I want you guys to understand that using other people's trademarks has real and serious consequences. Where is Mr. Oiger going to come up with his $450,000? He only sold 13 pairs in the United States, right? Okay. Um, but yeah, you know, hopefully things work out for him. All right. Uh, before we move on to our next stories, I want to remind you guys that you are watching NPL Legal Dish. This is my Monday through Wednesday live broadcast where I teach business and legal concepts using pop culture and celebrity news. If you are in the startup phase of your business and you need some legal guidance, you're like, I don't know how to fill out these forms. I need somebody to help me with this and that. I want to help you. All of those foundational, the paperwork that people don't like to think about, I love doing it. So go to linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm, book your consultation today. I cannot wait to hear from you. Okay. And also make sure that you download the free biz launch cheat sheet that will help you choose and start your dream business at, um, linktree forward, the oh, excuse me, grab the biz launch cheat sheet that will help you start your dream business in seven days or less. Okay. And you can get all that at linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm. You said you keep freezing? Oh, okay. Um, all right. Moving on to our next two stories. Um, if you have ever owned a pair of Pumas, give me a P. Give me a P. Give me a P. Ooh, ooh. Ten points if you can tell me what song that's from. If you've ever owned a pair of Pumas, give me a P. Thank you, 76 Grimkay. Anybody else? Pumas, Pumas everywhere. Something, something, something. Philip Marlowe has owned Pumas, okay? Anybody else? Y'all keep them coming in, right? Thank you, Nessie Time. All right, so we know the Puma brand. It is a very distinctive logo. You know it when you see it, right? 
Um, and Puma, they have trademarks for their brands all over the world. Puma is not just in the United States. It is everywhere, including Finland. Has anybody watching been to Finland or know someone from Finland? If you do, please give me an F. If you don't know where Finland is, it's like in that region where um, Sweden and Denmark, uh, you know, those uh, those countries where they eat like, don't they eat like rotten shark? I don't know. Okay, Finland, cool. Nobody's been to Finland, that's cool. Anyway, in Finland where Puma is, like it is in most of the world, uh, there was a company that um, started up and they called themselves Ruma, R-U-M-A. And they pretty much sold the same stuff that Puma did. Uh, you know, uh, what's it called? Shoes, apparel, accessories, bags, things like that. So what do you think Puma did when they found out that a Finnish company uh, was trying to sell similar items under the name Ruma. What do you think Puma did when they found out there was a Finnish company selling similar items under the name Ruma, R-U-M-A? What do you think they did? What do you think they did? What do you think they did? Hmm? What do you think Puma did? Y'all so quiet? Okay. Podcast people, feel free to yell out. No, not just a cease and desist. Philip Marlowe, you got it. They sued Ruma. They went to court. They went to the Finnish court and they were like, look here. We have put in all this work building up the Puma name. We put in too much work to let one of your you know, little homegirl Finnish friends come here and try and steal our thunder with the Ruma. We, um, you know, just because there's one letter difference, that's not enough of a distinction. Puma is a very distinctive brand. People recognize it. The P and the R can easily be mistaken for each other. So they went to court and they were telling the court, look, please tell homegirl to stop. Do you think the court agreed with Puma? Or do you think they went with the hometown homie, Ruma? What do you think the Finnish court said? Because they had to sue them in Finland. What do you think the Finnish court said? Did they stick with the home team or were they like, okay, girl, we understand, you know, our bad. What do you think the Finnish court said? Mm-hmm. podcast people, you know, feel free, to, feel free to yell out or, you know, you can email me your answers too. You can have, while you listen, you can have an email open and, you know, start putting in your responses. <laughs> what do you think the Finnish court said to Puma? Okay. Philip, Philip thinks that, uh, the Finnish court stayed with the home team. 76 Grunke said they agreed with Puma and the winner is... 76 Grimke, the Finnish court, they agreed with Puma. They said, look, Ruma, there, no, this, this is, this is too much. You know, granted, I don't know much about, um, 
finish intellectual property law, but they were like, look, Pumas are already out here. They sell sneakers. They sell apparel. They sell accessories. You can't be here selling the same items with a similar name. So, uh, the Finnish court agreed with Puma. And this is why it is important to get your trademarks, you know, in place, especially if you plan on being a global brand, because somebody is going to try it. It may not be in your neighborhood. It may be halfway across the world and you need to go with your ducks in a row. Okay. Yes. Nessie time. Puma won. All right. Um, so, uh, we're going to have, we're going to finish early tonight and because we're finishing early, what we'll do is a Q and a on trademarks when we're done. Okay. All right. Our last story is actually something that was supposed to, we were supposed to talk about last night. Um, this was sent to me by 76 Grimke. Uh, if you, if you've heard of Ralph Lauren, give me an RL in the comments. If you have heard of Ralph Lauren, Ralph Lauren, Ralph Lauren, have you heard of Ralph Lauren? Thank you, 76 Grimke. Ooh, I'm thirsty. Um, all right. Well, if, thank you, Philip. If you didn't know, uh, Ralph Lauren is currently suing, uh, a gentleman by the name of Khaled Mir. Khaled Mir runs a store called Mir Apparel. Um, and Miss, they are suing him for selling counterfeit Ralph Lauren goods. And the funny thing is, this is not Khaled's first time being accused or even convicted of this. Mr. Mir is a convicted counterfeiter, meaning he he has sold, you know, fake luxury goods. The police found him and he was, you know, he went to court and got a trial and everything. He may have, you know, even had to pay some money. But, um, Apparently, Mir has not changed his ways. He got convicted. He went back to the same, uh, you know, the, the same scam, because it is a scam. And Ralph Lauren caught wind of it. And now he's, you know, back in hot water again. And this does not look good for him. Again, this is to reiterate. It doesn't matter how small you are. It doesn't matter when or where. These brands are not playing with you. And they're going to sue you. This man is about to um, be convicted twice for counterfeiting, okay? This could affect, you know, him being able to, to travel or bring things in the country. Like, this is not a joke, you know? We laugh and we kiki here, but inte- intellectual property is serious out here, all right? Um, all right. So those are the stories that I wanted to share with you tonight. We can have some Q&A time um, if you guys would like, we, um, we are, we've been talking about trademarks all month. We can talk about that. We can talk about, um, you know, EIN numbers and Dunn's numbers. Hi. Oh, hello. Gorgeous. Anything, any of the topics that we have covered so far this year, we've talked about, you know, business entities. We've talked about contracts. We've talked about EIN numbers and Dunn's numbers, and now we're into intellectual property. So if you have any questions about that at this time, now is the time to ask and while you get your questions in, I'm going to start the, uh, you know, the rollout for the end of the show. Um, 
76 Grim Kid said nobody reals, really wears Ralph Lauren anymore. Excuse, listen, if it's, if it look cute and it's at Ross, I'm gonna get it, okay? Um, <laughs> but yeah, thank you guys for participating. Thank you for your energy. Thank you for making me laugh. Thank you for, you know, putting up with my terrible jokes. Um, make sure that you book your one-on-ones with me. Make sure that you grab the BizLaunch cheat sheet. Uh, I want to thank all of, you know, all of the people who will rewatch this. I see the views. They're going up. You guys are sharing. So thank you so much. Um, we will be back on Monday at 8 p.m. with more stories. If you find anything you want me to talk about, you know, make, send it to my inbox. You know, I'm going to respond quick, quick, quick. Um, yeah. So if you guys don't have any questions, um, you like Ralph Lauren, Philip. If you guys don't have any questions, we'll end it here. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to give y'all maybe like 30 more seconds to get a question in. And then we're going to shut down. All right. Philip Marlowe asks, what is a nav number? Oh my gosh, Philip, I had this in my head, but I don't have it off the top of my head. Do me a favor and DM, DM that question to me. I can't answer that right now because it's, it's not, it's not at the tip of my head. <coughs> but I think it has something to do with like the, it has something to do with like the industry that, that your business is in. All right, do we have any other questions? Look, I'm never going to give you an answer if I don't if I can't tell you it 100%. So I would rather you DM me a question if I don't know the answer and I will get you the answer. All right? I'm not infallible. But yes, DM me that question, Philip, and I'll get you your answer after the show. Any other questions, ladies and gentlemen? Cuz we about to close out. You know, I'm going to go hang out with Toby. I don't know if I told y'all Toby's on a diet. Um, <laughs> and he, he's not too happy about it. <laughs> all right. Have a good night, y'all. Um, and I will see you Monday. All right. Bye.